Podcast. I'm Steve. I am your host. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I will be discussing the origins of cheating in relationships. There are several different reasons why people cheat in relationships. Some may include revenge towards a partner, desire for sexual thrill, boredom, or to cause a partner to feel jealous. I believe that there is a deeper reasoning for cheating. The reason is as follows. In early childhood, parents are supposed to love their child unconditionally. This is what the quote-unquote unspoken promise they make when the child is born. When a child is abused, neglected, abandoned, etc., there is a deeply profound and all-consuming betrayal. The parent, essentially, is cheating on the relationship with the child for whatever distraction, compulsion, addiction, or relationship that they are involved in. This is really the first betrayal by an intimate or close partner. This sets up a relationship blueprint where the child is always skeptical of intimacy and loving partners, assuming it'll be just their original intimate partner, mom and dad, who cheated on them in their original relationship. Intimacy here is not sex, necessarily. It is closeness, vulnerability, trust, and unconditional acceptance. When these abused children grow up, they will have a very difficult time letting go and trusting lovers and intimate partners. This lack of the ability to trust will lead to deeply desiring connection with other people, but also terrified of the rejection and betrayal that might occur that they already have experience with. What often happens is that the wounded child and now adult wants to trust and let go and be sexually free, but they cannot. They are trapped in the fear of what might happen. It is here that they will find relief in betraying the current partner with a thrilling partner outside the bond. It will A, serve as a repetition compulsion of the earlier betrayal, and B, it'll seemingly set the individual free from their psychological prison of feeling trapped in the deep fear of betrayal. This cheating is like a drug. Drugs do set your mind, body, and soul free. That's why they are so appealing. They do, however, leave a person eventually more trapped in a prison of compulsions and feeling the need to constantly fill up inner loneliness and soothe aching wounds. The way I see it is cheating is a learned trait. It is learned by being surrounded by liars, narcissists, deceptive people, and a lack of transparency. It forces victims into a dark world of feeling that others cannot be trusted and one must cheat on others before getting cheated on. Cheating is not just physical. Cheating can be cheating with one's thoughts and imagination, fantasizing about another. Cheating can be being neglectful, which is cheating on the relationship with distractions. Cheating can be putting one's family of origin or one's own parents before one's partner. Cheating can be flirting with other members of the opposite sex. I do believe that those who cheat often feel an extremely intense compulsion to do so, like they are sort of possessed by a drive to cheat. This is not to defend the behavior by any stretch, but rather shine a light on the inner motivation behind cheating on a relationship that has brought incalculable damage to families and communities. I do think that in every relationship there comes a time when one of the partners, if not both, feel the desire to cheat or look outside of the relationship. This does not mean that the person is bad or that the drive is an evil one. I believe it is a natural one. Often, it is when couples get bored and used to the daily routine which lacks the thrill and tension to create passion that existed early on. That being said, recreating tension and infusing passion is more than possible. Cheating is certainly not the best way or the healthy way to do it.
I believe cheating is a moral issue. It is an issue of a corrupted inner world, lacks empathy, care, and relational maturity to communicate needs with another and with the aim to mutually get them met. It lacks self-awareness of how damaging this can be to others and oneself. And it lacks the ability to truly be someone of value to oneself, to intimate partners, to society, and to God. If you are struggling and feel a compulsion to cheat, perhaps you are even terrified to admit it to yourself or to your partner, it is important to get this stuff up and out. Keeping secrets will do way more damage than not doing so. Perhaps you don't want to speak to your partner about it or don't feel that it will be taken with acceptance. That is to be understood. However, sitting with deep secrets, I believe, can be dangerous. If you feel like you cannot be transparent with yourself or with your partner or with those around you, it leads to extreme loneliness, oftentimes deep shame, and extreme mental illness. And therefore, if this is something that you are struggling with, if you find that you or your partner are looking outside of a relationship and having impulses to cheat, please allow me to help you work through these drives and connect in a way that will infuse passion and desire back into your relationship so that the drive to cheat can be mitigated and ultimately geared in a healthy, positive way, which I believe can bring stronger connection between two lovers, two intimate partners, and people who truly love each other. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so do take advantage of that and reach out. My email, yitz at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for listening to this episode. It is an absolute honor to bring you this information today. Until next time, all the very best.